speaking of this flash zone, yeah. and then I sent him that TikTok, and he was like, I don't understand. I have no idea what, what that means. <laughs> I'm Taylor. And I'm Ro. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. If we're socially awkward. I'm Sarah. Yeah, welcome to season three of the podcast. Wow, really? It is season three. Cool. Yeah. And obviously, we have a different person here. I'm gesturing to Sarah, as if anyone can <laughs> see that I'm gesturing to Sarah. Um, It'd be so much better if it was on film, because I'm doing all these like cute like little poses. Yeah, so look at like, me. I'm here. <laughs> Um, yes. But yes, so Ro has unfortunately been held up living in Florida much longer than they intended. Um, and so for the time being, for like probably season three, Sarah is going to be interim co-host because it's just like way too hard to record like virtually and we've had a lot of like audio issues and like like, just technical difficulties of like doing it over Zoom. Very happy to be here. Very happy to have Very, you. Yeah, thank you. And Ro is still going to be featuring in, like, a few episodes, just less, so that we don't have to try to, like, manage the, yeah. like, virtual recording quite yeah. as often, because it's a little bit of a hassle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they will be coming back next season when mm-hmm. they move back. Um, but they've been held up longer, way longer than intended. Wait, I feel so bad. I, yeah, I would not want to be, first of all, no. in Florida at all. No. <laughs> but no. also, stuck living with my parents again. Didn't they... Why did they move to Florida again? Their family, I mean. Uh, was it... Their for- sister went to college in Florida, yes, and their family right. followed her like, to we college. We can't leave our baby. Well, and it was... I think they had always... Because they... Before this, like, Roe moved here for college and then stayed here in Dallas. But as we've mentioned, I'm sure, many times, because Follett is, like, the fakest city <laughs> in the world. not real. Is... Yeah, they were from, like, Panhandle, Texas. Yeah. Which is not a great place to live. And so when their sister moved, their parents were kind of like, well, we've always wanted to, like, move to Florida. Like, it's nice. There's Disney there. I don't know. People like to the idea of Florida for some reason. Uh, I don't understand it. But so it was like, well, now's our chance. Like, this is a good excuse to kind of do it. And so they did. And I think they really like it there. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Florida sounds horrible, but, like, and, if you, you like know, it. They're, uh, Florida Florida sounds also like a place that's not real, so then maybe that's the draw for them. It feels like home. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, like, the Redmond family is just really into <laughs> like, living like, in places that sound very, like, like <laughs> Very uncanny places. <laughs> they're kind of an uncanny family, so that's they fit right in. <laughs> that's very true. Florida's, like, one of those... Florida is, like, this, this strange... Like, I mean, like, the, just the fact that, like, people go to Florida and it's, like, a destination. It's, like, this beautiful, like, tr- you know, like, like white beaches and soft sand and all of those things. And, like, that exists in Florida. And also, F- 
Florida man exists in Florida. <laughs> like the dichotomy of those two things. It's is a very really interesting. Strange. Yeah, it's like the idea of it is great, but in practice, but in it's practice. like kind of strange. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh-huh. that's the situation. Ro's yeah. not been replaced, but no, they Good. are. Nobody could replace Ro. Absolutely. Absolutely not. not. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we could keep things going mm-hmm. and not just like go on a because we inadvertently went on a break. As people have noticed, we were supposed to be on a break now. Yeah. Um, but we inadvertently went on a break because we had some technical difficulties mm-hmm. and a couple of episodes like were not salvageable. Um, so we inadvertently went on a break. I actually texted you. Oh my god, they did text oh me. Oh my god, they're on the podcast. This would not be a podcast recording if someone did not text me in the middle of the podcast mm-hmm. and, like, get featured in the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, I was telling- okay, I will feature this on the podcast. Okay. Because I- I- Talk about a shit about Bryce, but also sometimes <laughs> he says really... He's very good at giving, like, very specific targeted compliments about yeah. things. And so he texted me last night when he was listening to the podcast episode that we posted. I guess two episodes before this one mm-hmm. goes up. Um, but it was, like, the first half of our Christmas special. And he said, Ro has really upped their editing game. I like the sound clips that they add and such. It elevates oh. it nicely. And I haven't listened to it yet, but they... It- I like, listened to it last night. It actually was, it was a lot of fun. The sound clips were, like, they really, they took a, uh, they took a little segment that was, like, kind of funny, and they made it very funny. I'll have to listen to it, because I don't usually <laughs> listen to them after, like, I yeah. listen to them first, and then Ro mm-hmm. listens to them, and, yeah. like, does all the editing, because I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so usually I don't listen to them post-editing, because I have already listened to it, and I was already there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I like two of those conversations. Yeah, it's like too much of listening to my own conversations. <sighs> um, but I'll have to listen to it, because I know they've been, like, trying to get more into that, and, like, mm-hmm. editing, and, like, maybe looking at that as, like, a potential career path. That's cool. Which they would be very good that would, They would be really good They'd be so good that. That'd be so cool. So oh I think gosh. they've been playing around with, like, what can I do? Like, can I try out new things? And yeah. it's working very well, apparently. So um, cool. But yeah, they, I just sent that to them when I read that text this morning. I was like, this is so nice. Like, I think they would really appreciate also hearing this. Yeah. So I sent it to them. Oh, that's really sweet. Bryce has his moments. <laughs> <laughs> They're few and far between. He has, <laughs> he, he's got them. There's a big range between, like, you cunty bitch and, like, <laughs> a genuinely meaningful compliment. And everything in between. You cunty bitch. I don't even know if I meant for that to be he's the cunty bitch or he will refer to other people as honestly both 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 um but oh god love him that's funny he's so funny but yeah anyway the we got into the main focus of the episode way faster than we normally do oh wow usually it takes us like 15 minutes we're so 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 zoom just like really honed in on this it's because we're both fueled by so much adhd unmedicated energy that it's like yeah we're just burning through topics (laughs) so fast quick rapid fire as many topics as we can cover normally the the like draw of it is that roe is like a very like drawn out conversationalist and they like to really dig into like Mm -hmm. each thing and like go through kind of like every step of like you know follow through of a conversation which is great awesome and so it really balances out, like, me kind of, like, rapid cycling through <laughs> So this might be a disaster. <laughs> but instead, we've replaced them with someone that has the same problem that I do. <laughs> the exact same energy. 
I was telling, I may have already oh, told no. you this, but I was talking to my boss the other day, mm. and I don't remember, I said something kind of goofy, and yeah. he was like, that was such a weird thing to say. Like, I phrased something weirdly, or I used a oh. word he didn't understand, or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, that was such an odd way of saying that. And I was like, I like to do that sometimes. Uh, I forgot to not do it here. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Usually I'm, like, actively dialing it back. I forgot to be, uh... Less of less less interesting. I forgot to be less me. Yeah, yeah. And I so I made a comment about was like, oh yeah, I'm you know typically actively dialing that back. And yeah. he was like, why? And I was like, because it, if I'm not, I it's sometimes unlistenable <laughs> to like listen to me it talk. Gets, it gets deeply weird. He was like, really? And I was like, I don't even know like a good example to ex- like explain to you like what it's like. But you should listen to me communicate with my friend Sarah because we both <laughs> communicate like that. Yeah, it is you so hard us. to listen to. You. <laughs> it's it's terrible, and it's funny because like uh, like it it wasn't until I think the first time that I really became aware of it was when it was probably like in college when you first like you said something about it where like somebody else was like, oh, that was a weird word to use or something like that, and you were like, oh, I have newly become aware that like the way that I communicate with this other person is not not a universal <laughs> method of like, communication. It's like when people have like two small children and they're yes. like, you know, my baby will just babble, but my other child is talking back to the baby yes. even though the baby is not saying words. Yes. And I feel like that's how it sounds yes. like to other people. They're like, <laughs> how are they? How are they they're not saying words. Yeah. No, you did tell me about this because it was like, it was something like you used like a, like a, a word, and he was like, that's like a $5 word right there, like a, a vocab word or whatever. And you were like, oh no, <laughs> like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't remember how specific I've been in the past about, I try to be very vague about where I work, because I work for idea. a small business and I don't want yeah this nightmare to be associated with them no. in any way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want that. But I work in a, like, a very male-dominated, like, Kind yeah. of cis het straight, relatively conservative a very, man. A very industry. A very good old boy kind of. Yeah, it's a very good old boy. Like those are the people that I yeah. work with, and it's all men. I'm the only woman. Um, so it's like a very interesting dynamic. And I think I said. The funny thing is, I remember. I remember what I didn't say because I almost said something worse, oh, no. and I was like, "That's he's gonna make fun of me," and then he made fun of me anyway. But he was talking about, like, my boss has, like, eight cups of coffee a day. Uh, mm, okay. <laughs> he drinks way too much no, coffee. No wonder he goes potty so much. <laughs> <laughs> he also has ADHD, and I think he's, like, self-medicating. Yeah. But, um... Oh, no. Yeah, so he was, like, over-making coffee, and I had just gotten, like, a new thing of creamers, and he's, like, very picky about, like, the kind of... I mean, you know, okay. you know, those little, like, single-use cups. Little, yeah. Because yeah. we have, like, a coffee station in my lobby. Nice. And so he was making coffee... And I, oh, I, I, he was like, oh, I see that you got new creamers. And I was like, yeah, so-and-so told me that you liked that flavor. Are those suitable? And he laughed at me because he was like, suitable. <laughs> and what I was going to say was, are those amenable to you? <laughs> and I was like, that he's going to make fun of me. So oh I got to dial it back so to I suitable. didn't use that word. And then he made fun of me anyway. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like every time, because, like, I've done the exact same thing, and this is, like, I can't remember what it was, but, like, and I think I told you this story when we talked about this before, where, like, I was talking with some people at work, 
And I, like, kept using, like, really, like, I like I was using indeed several times throughout the sentence as, it, like, it, as a just, like, a, like a word filler. <laughs> and, like, there were several other things where at some point I realized what I was doing and I was so mortified <laughs> that I, because I was also talking to two really good old boys uh. and they were just, like, uh. I started to become aware that they were, like, like, kind of looking at me funny, and I was like, I am so lame, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and, like, it really threw me off, and one of them, he was so sweet, he sent me an email the next week that he, like, you could tell he put so much effort into, like, making it, like, very, like, highfalutin language, <laughs> and he came to me, and it was like, did you get my email? And I was like, uh, no, I haven't gotten your email. He's like, but I sent okay, hold on, hold on, I'll send it again. And, like, was really concerned that I get this email. Like, he really wanted me to see it. Uh-huh. Which was very, very sweet. He was trying so hard <laughs> to make me feel normal. <laughs> that and, is like, so sweet. Accepted. It was very, very sweet of him. So, it yeah. Was, yeah, I was like, and the funny thing is I was trying to explain to, I was like, how do you explain to someone without, like, completely exposing it because I was like yeah this is like you know I kind of talk like that with my friends and he was yeah. like really and I was like how do you explain to this like cis straight white man that like will never understand what I'm saying that it's because I'm friends with like a bunch of like weeby gay nerds and yeah like, it's, it's like <laughs> this is much more normal in my circles and I kind of forget that other circles exist sometimes. <laughs> My default is like, oops, English degree. <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> like, That's, oh, yeah, it's... It's uh, generally my fallback. Oh, my God. Well, somehow we managed to make it to 15 we minutes anyway. We did it. Okay, good. Um, but what we're going to talk about, which English degree, great transition. Yes. The other day, I went off on this very long tangent on Bryce, who, mm-hmm. bless him, will... Listen to me talk for hours, but he will never understand. <laughs> he's, he's so sweet. He he's, he's so sweet. He's trying very hard. Yeah. He will never understand no. this in the way that I understand it. And that's why... And he was like, maybe we should talk about this in the podcast. And I was like, is uh. this your way of being like, <laughs> talk about this to somebody else, please? <laughs> Which jokes what? on him, he's gonna have to listen to this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he listens to every episode. He's a very faithful listener. That is listener. so sweet. It is very sweet. Aww. He's very supportive. Yeah. That's great. But I, Thanks, Bryce. Going off on this tangent, which I mentioned to Sarah, I was like, I think I might have accidentally developed like a special interest in this, and I am ashamed <laughs> of that. And it didn't, it happened against my will. But I was going off on this long tangent about like the genre of fanfiction, which mm-hmm. is ABO, like the letters mm-hmm. ABO. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know what that means, that means Alpha, Beta, Omega. Uh, or people will call it Omegaverse. Yes. I don't know... <laughs> like the history of the use of those two different terms, but they do mean the same thing. Yeah. And so we're gonna talk about that genre of fanfiction mm-hmm. uh, as like a jumping off point, and then into kind of what what the conversation turned into when I was having it with him was like it's interesting how fanfiction and like tropes of fanfiction evolve. Yeah. And like how those as pieces of literature kind of like reflect what people are looking for in mm-hmm. literature. And then it turned into, like, a long thing about, like, literature and the human psyche. It's, it's a fascinating topic. <laughs> it really. is fascinating. And this is the exact kind of conversation that Sarah and I would have just on accident. Yes. So, so we're going to have it on purpose. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I was explaining to him, it all started from this, <laughs> I did it to myself. 
Okay. I know that he doesn't, and you've already heard this story, mm-hmm. but I know that he doesn't know, like, a ton about this sort of thing. He doesn't really read fan fiction. Like, yeah. Most of the things that he knows about fan fiction are from me explaining them to him. Yeah. Because I've read a lot of fan fiction. The internet is a cesspool of fan fiction. It and is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've read fan fiction about fandoms that I know nothing about. Really? Yes. Interesting. I recently got into, <laughs> which I've technically watched, like, a like a handful of episodes of the show uh-huh. in high school because I had a friend that was really into it. Okay. But uh, the BBC show Merlin yes, is a very common, like... Very fan fiction show. Very fan fiction It is extremely homoerotic. Yes. It's not intended to be, but it is indeed. It, yeah, it's... Yeah. It and is. so there's a lot of fan fiction because people are like, literally, you've given us everything. Totally makes sense. Yeah, it's like very queer baby. Yeah. But like, not even on purpose. Like, I don't think they meant it to be. I really and truly, I think that they, what they intended and what they achieved, honestly, because I watched a few episodes of it as well. Um, and what they, what it was is like, there's, there's the snarky, twinky, nerdy boy, and there's the like big dumb himbo with a heart of gold and they have like a, an enemies to friends arc mm-hmm. that is like because the media is so undersaturated with like actually good like male like relationships mm-hmm. like genuine like male friendships and like well portrayed male friendships i think because the media is so undersaturated with that dynamic specifically it always reads homoerotic yeah. Because people are like, they're pretty close. Are like gay? 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 <laughs> like, yeah. So that's kind of what it is. Because I've watched, I, you know, I think I watched the first season. I watched maybe that much, maybe a little less. I don't know. It's like decent. That's not really yeah. my like particular type of show. Yeah. It has that very kind of like cyclical format where like every episode kind of has the same plot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you can kind of watch any episode, like, outside of the context of yeah. the other episodes, and it'll pretty much make sense. It's like a crime show. Yeah. And that gets kind of boring to me, because yeah. I'm like, okay, these are it's... all the same. Yeah. Every it has merits, but it's also, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've watched some, but I accidentally got into, like, fan edit TikTok of that show. I don't know how. Okay. But where people are, <laughs> people are making, like, fan edits of, like... You know, they'll, like, touch, like, their hands will brush one time, and people will, like, edit, like, hearts over it. You know, like, that sort of thing. And I was like, I was like, this is such an interesting thing. They're yeah. really making something out of absolutely nothing. Which yeah. Which fan fiction is great That's that. exactly what fan fiction is. I love this, like, new visual medium for fan fiction as well. Because yeah. that's exactly what that is. Yeah, people will, like, edit together, like, scenes that don't exist. That's funny. And TikTok. It's, it's, which people have done that with, like, YouTube videos. Yeah, oh, there was the, uh, the, like, the really cringy, uh, like, the, like, the people would, like, make the music videos, but with their favorite characters. People, okay, people. What do they call those? <laughs> let me see if you, <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know. I, anyway. <laughs> people, let me see if you relate to this. People okay. love to make that on YouTube. This was very big in, like. The, like, kind of 20, like, early 2010s, like, kind of 2009 to, like, 2014 ish. um, Where people would make fan edits of, like, you know, shipped characters that they liked. uh, With, like, overplayed by the song Kiss the Girl from (laughs) from Little Mermaid. Like, the Disney Channel cover of it. Yes. That's, like, the pop Disney (laughs) Disney Channel cover. Yeah. And everything. 
had like everything had like the weirdest effects on it. Like everything had like like a like a hazy pink filter yeah, over it. Yeah, or it would like swoosh or, in and yeah. swoosh out. Like people like got like, way the, too happy on like people, PowerPoint. Yeah, people were loving those PowerPoint transitions. <laughs> Man. This is the second time in a very short amount of time that I've thought about that again, and uh-huh. I was like, oh boy. Oh this, I don't know if I wanted to remember this. <laughs> oh my god. But mm. yeah, I don't even remember how we ended up here. But yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> Merlin. So, yeah, so I was starting about telling yeah. him how, yeah, so I was like, I'll tell Bryce about this, and most of what he knows is, like, mm. from what I've told him. But I was getting really deep into, like, he sent me a TikTok, and it was some... I don't even remember what the TikTok he was, but it was some... Oh, it was, like, a bit of, like, a stand-up comedy. Like, someone was doing, like, stand-up comedy. Oh, okay. It was, like, a clip from RuPaul's Drag Race of one of the drag queens doing, like, stand-up comedy. And she made a joke about everyone in the front row being in the splash zone. And and I was on TikTok at the same time, like, watching something else. And someone made, like, a weird, like, ABO Omega joke that he... I knew he wouldn't understand, but I was Uh like, I want him to see it. And so I went to send that to him, and I saw that he had sent me a TikTok, so I was like, oh, I'll watch this first real quick. So I watched it, and was like, oh, speaking of this flash zone, and yeah. then I sent him that TikTok, and he was like, I don't understand I have no idea what, what that means. <laughs> and I was like, have I ever told you about what Slick is? And he was like, <laughs> no, you have not. And I will insert my own trigger warning for people that are grossed out by, like, bodily fluids. Um... <laughs> Just skip a couple minutes. Yeah, because this is really kind of gross if you're like kind of grossed out by bodily fluids. Yeah. Um, but there is a concept in Omegaverse that, for some reason, Omegaverse loves like an excess of bodily fluid. It lo- yeah, it loves an excess of a lot of things. It loves like an excess of all things horny. Yeah, anything that has to do with sex, there's, like, too much. It's, like, a yeah, it's, like, really overblown. It is very overblown. Yeah. But, so, basically, the concept is that any, like, omega, like, that has a vagina will experience, like, you know, like, vaginal discharge, but, like, so much. To the, to, like, to the nth degree. To the nth degree. Like, so, so much. And then, if it's an omega that has a penis... It'll just be like tons of cum. Yeah. Like, so much. And like like over and over and over. Over again. Yeah. yeah. Unrealistic yeah. so much all yeah, all the time. Um but yeah, so anyway, that's that was what I was referencing, but he did not know that. And I was like, I don't know how I've never explained that to you. Yeah. Cause I've read so many like Omegaverse pieces of fiction, mm-hmm. whether it's fan fiction. Sarah and I have both recently read a book series. Yes. That was actually very good. It's really it's good. It's one of my favorites. It's like, like, the the fact that it's an Omegaverse series is, like, almost inconsequential. The person that did it did a really good job of making it, like, that, those aspects were there. That's my favorite way to read that, because mm-hmm. it's an interesting, like, fresh take on, like, you know, traditional romance, where it's like, you know, there's a little bit of, like, that kind of, like, biological imperative yeah to like, and there's some of the like the like the like you know protective instincts without it being a little without it being like, creepy. creepy or like overbearing you know there's there's lots of ways to explore yeah some of those like very popular dynamics without it being without it like reading very problematic which i think yeah. is like one of the big draws of yeah. omegaverse literature yeah it, it kind of inherently comes from like that like alpha male versus like you know 
beta or like omega yeah. breedable female. Yeah, like that's I was kind of where maybe it comes we should from. like explain what AVO is. Yeah, maybe so. I <laughs> kind of got lost on that one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it comes originally from that idea of like alpha wolves, mm-hmm. which is not even a thing. It's not. Yeah, it's faulty science. <laughs> faulty uh, science. But people misunderstood and they took it and ran with it as people tend to do. Yes. Um, so it comes from that, like, idea of, like, you know, there's an alpha of the pack, and then everyone else is, like, submissive to the alpha. Yeah. And then, so there's, like, alphas and betas, which is, like, you know, the ones there's, in charge, and, like, the, sub, you know, it's, like, yeah. the tops and the bottoms, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also this concept of omegas, which originally it was meant to be, like, you know, women that are, like, yes. the breedable ones, and they are, like, you know, they have, like, heightened... Everything when it comes to horniness. Yeah. So they're, like, super breedable. Yeah, and they, kind of they have, like, really, like, like aggressive, violent heats. Yeah, they like, go through heats, like, drive everybody crazy. Do, and, yeah. like, dogs do. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, kind of a mix. Like, typically they are humans. Typically. Sometimes people will incorporate, like, shifter aspects mm-hmm. where you, like, you know, they shift into a wolf form and will kind of... But shifters are different. That's the a different thing. This is two different. That's a marrying of two genres. Yeah, shifters entirely different, but a common like combination of the two things. Um, but typically they are fully humans, but they will have aspects of like penises have knots. Which I googled a picture of that the other day because I was like, I really want to understand mm-hmm. what this looks like, and that is a real thing. I did not realize it is that that was it is a real thing. A real thing. Um, that was uh, that's actually why. So when I was telling Daniel about it, about the one book, hi Pepper, um, about the one book and uh, like telling him like it's actually really good, he was like, okay, so like, uh, just 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 to see like where where the line is, he's like, he started he was like he started as though he was gonna list off a lot of very common tropes of ABO fiction, to see like where his like threshold was for like how can 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 he handle this, and he was like. Is there nodding? And I was like, yes. He's like, nope. And that's it. I can't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That's the thing that's that was the thing too that much was for him. <laughs> because, well, apparently that's the thing that's too much for him because he's a, he was already aware that that was a thing that actual dogs do and have. Mm-hmm. And that's like too real for him, I think. That's like too animalistic. <laughs> that's the thing that's too <laughs> animalistic and not yeah. that, like... Scent marking, which is also a thing. Very, very much a thing. You know, that's the thing that's, like, way too animalistic for him. And I think it's because it's animalistic specifically in the context of, like, a sexual encounter. Yeah. So I think that's probably why, but, like, meh. That's so funny. <laughs> Daniel has the weirdest lines in terms of, he like, I'm okay with this he... absolute shit, but <laughs> this thing is too much. He doesn't like to talk about sex or sexual-related topics while we're eating. I don't know why. <laughs> but like that is like a, a line for him. Interesting. I don't know why. I think it probably has to do with just general Baptist guilt. Probably. Where sex is still kind of like a a little bit a little bit taboo. of a dirty topic. Yeah. Even though you know, even while he's he, he's done the work, it's not a dirty topic. He's like you know he's there, but it's still kind of like in the Baptist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. Interesting. I haven't really examined it too hard. I just like to laugh about it. Hi, Pepper. She is, like, going at your foot. Pepper is having her regular feature on the podcast where yes. she gets, like, halfway through and is like, it's been too long since you've paid attention <laughs> to me. It is me time. And she is rubbing her cheeks on the bottom of my foot. Oh, You're so cute. She's very cute. She's such a baby. Come here, baby. Um, but anyway. Baby child. 
We baby child. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's, like, yeah, just kind of a different combination. And any book will take it, like, further or less mm-hmm. far. Like, there are lots of different yeah. sort of individual there's tropes. There's, like, all kinds of levels of it. Or yeah. Or they'll just, like, exclude one trope but keep the others. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's turned into, like, it, you know, originally with fan fiction, there is a lot of traditional literature that mm-hmm. is that now. Um, there's so much... Like, specifically, like, wolf shifter genre. Yes. I've read a lot of that. I don't know why, because I don't prefer that. Uh, I prefer it when they are people. <laughs> it's probably because you like ABO. And I, that's just a lot of what ABO the is. The funny thing is, I don't even particularly like it. I get very grossed out by it. There's, really? I am very grossed out by, like, the sensory nature of bodily fluids, and, like, mm. visceral descriptions of that yeah. is, like, very gross to me. Yeah. Um... But I'm, like, fascinated by it. Like, it's such an interesting, like, I don't know. It's just such an interesting look into what people want. Because there's also, and this kind of overlaps the, like, sort of monster fucker genre that Mm. is also a third separate genre. Totally separate. But also very Great genre. Yeah, great (laughs) genre. I recently introduced Sarah to monster fucking porn. I, um, yeah, I I took the deep dive when it came to reading smut. Because I really didn't read much at all. And then, um, <laughs> and then, and then Taylor introduced me to one that was like a very thinly veiled monster fucker. Which one was the first one? The first one I read was Ice Planet Barbarians. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it is monster fucker, but it's like it's like the tamest version. They're of monster very human because they're very humanoid. It's, they're aliens. aliens. Yeah, if you don't know, they're aliens. I think I've talked about it on here. Before, yeah, but. and so I, that's the first one I read, and then I immediately took the plunge into just. Full on monster fucker Polly, <laughs> like was it? Because um, I know one of them was that like Bound by the Dark. Bound by the Dark, which series. I never finished, and I need to. I also have never finished. It. I read, um, there's like a third one. I think. There is a third. I never one. read. Yeah, the third one. I kind of got like stuck halfway through the second one, not because it was bad, but just because of like what was going on in my life at the time that I was reading it. I was like, I can't do this right now. Yeah, no, that um, happens to me too. I read that one. I also before I read that one read. Um, Morning Glory Milking Farm? No. <laughs> That's another one. No, the the Fate Hollow Academy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and that one is, like, pretty loosely... There's, like, some shifter aspects there's to it. There's some shifter aspects, but it's also, like, there's a bunch of different... It's, like, there's a vampire, there's a succubus, there's or a, an incubus, an I guess. An incubus, yeah. There's a, there's a dragon shifter. There's a dragon. She's a fox There's a shifter. demon. There's, yeah, there's there's a werewolf, which is different from shifter. There's, like... <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when we start saying things like that, I'm like, are we too are we deep? okay? <laughs> I don't think... Too deep. I think we might be in too deep. <laughs> but, but, so that one's like pretty loosely. Yeah. Like, that was one of the first ones that you read, I know. And then yeah. I think Morning Glory Milking Farm was maybe after that. That yeah, Morning Glory Milking Farm was recent, actually. Cause I'd I'd kinda take it like I got stuck on Bound by the Dark mm-hmm. and then couldn't really read anything past that. Then I like so like I took a break from reading for a while and I like just couldn't like couldn't really make myself read. And then I read Lola and the Millionaires, mm-hmm. and shortly after Lola and the Millionaires, I read Morning Glory Milking Farm and its yeah. series. And the, the entire trilogy, which is Morning Glory Milking Farm, and then there's uh, Moonwood Breeding Clinic, which is like a human and a werewolf. Yeah, which is the third one. Which is, 
You're right, that is the third one. Yeah. The, the Mothman one is the second yeah, the one. the Mothman I... one, which nobody can ever remember the name of the Mothman one, because the name of it is Sweet Berries. It is Sweet Berries. It's stupid. It's, yeah. Like, which is the whole... I've talked about Morning Glory Milking Farm on here before, too, because it was one of those ones where I was like, I'm never going to read that, and then I did, and then I was like, this is actually pretty tame. Yeah. Um, but that's a human and a minotaur. Yeah. And then there's a human and a mothman. Yeah. And then the third one is a human and a werewolf. Yeah. Um, and that is, like, they are not shifters. They are firmly, that is firmly They're monster fr- fucking. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, is, that genre is called monster fucker, which is, like, typically a human and some sort of humanoid, like, it's never just... A dog. It's always like it's yeah. They have ev- they like are like fully human in that you know they tend they have like they're like sentient and yeah they it, function like humans. They live in human worlds. Yeah, it's not it's not monster fucker in the in the sense of like Japanese tentacle porn. No, it's no, no, not no. that. It's, it's not very that. like sentient. It's usually there's a lot of romance involved and all of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's they're <clears throat> romance novels at their very core. Like, yeah, it's definitely porn. But it's, but like the but, whole point is but for it, like like that one and that's something that's interesting to me is that the monster fucker genre, um and to some extent as well like the ABO genre the shifter genre like all of those that are a little interconnected those genres are so extraordinarily for women. Those genres are so much for women, and it's really interesting to me because like that's not. There's not a lot about them that is appealing, or that I would think would be appealing to, like, cishet men. Because men think that reading is for girls. Uh, true. I don't <laughs> don't know why that's a different problem. Yeah. But, that's yeah, true. men think that reading is, like, a girly activity. Obviously not as a whole, but I have met way more men that don't read, and that, like, if, if they're, like, proud of that, where it's like, oh, I don't like, read. <laughs> That's a stupid sissy thing to do. Yeah. Then I have men nerd. that, like, do read, and they're, like, yeah. very proud of that. Um, I think more men should read. I think they should. But, <laughs> that, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So, like, like, because just generally, like, smut novels are, they are, they're, they're generally for women. They are. And there are men that read them. Like, yeah. there's a genre, like, there's people on TikTok that are, like, men that do, like, well, that review that sort of thing. Which, yeah, there should be more of that. There should. Um, but yeah, they are definitely particularly catered towards women. And especially in sort of the same way that those, like, not all of them, but those kind of, like, bodice ripper novels mm-hmm. are catered towards, like, a more, like, middle age. Yeah. It is trying to fill a need that a lot of people have. Which yeah. Which is, like, I'm horny like... and lonely, so I'm going to live vicariously through this character who is, like, both getting laid, but also being, like, very sweetly and, like kind of stereotypically romance. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, it is, like, because the bodice rippers are really, are just, like, the first, the first step in terms of, like, like... They're pretty tame. The, yeah, they're they're pretty tame, but it's it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, like, it's that, it's that fantasy, not, not in the, like, in the sexual context, but that fantasy of just, like, like, a fantasy world, and stepping into a fantasy world, and then all the, also then in the context of that fantasy world stepping into a like a sexual fantasy mm-hmm. or a romantic fantasy and that's i feel like the first step and they've just gotten broader and weirder from there yeah <laughs> and that's... i <laughs> the other day i was at the bookstore with one of my friends mm-hmm. who is like very sex averse mm, yes which is <clears throat> makes us a very interesting combination very 
Um, and, like, you know, I don't fault her for that in any way. That's just, like, what she prefers, yeah. and I respect that. Um, but we were in, we went to the bookstore, and so we went to, like, a section she wanted to look at, and then I was, like, you know, I took her to the smut section. Mm-hmm. And I was, like... As one does. Yeah. And I was, like, just, you know, looking to see if there's anything interesting or whatever. And she pointed to a book on the shelf and said, oh, I have that series. And I was, like... What series do you have what? in this section? Because you don't like that sort of thing. Yeah. And it was Outlander. Oh. And I was like, have you started reading that? And she was like, no. And I was like, there's a reason that it's in this section. She was like, no. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> she was like, really? And I was like, yes. Uh, yeah. You get into, like, the first little bit, the, like, establishing portions, and then all they do is have sex. And she was like, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> I was like, well, very valid. I'm glad that I warned you. Because yep. this is the same person that when we were in high school, I used to cover her eyes when we were watching movies because she could never tell when they were about to kiss, which I think is funny because oh, they, like, no. really set that up. They really do set it up. She like, But she just does not, like, have a radar for that sort of thing at all. That's so funny. And so she always would tell me, like, when you can tell it's coming, cover my eyes because I don't want to see it. Aww. And still, as grown-ups, I am like, don't read that, there's sex in it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it made me weird. laugh. I was like, how did you not know that's, like, basically just porn? Yeah. There's, like, some, there's, like, it's one of those weird series where there's, like, it's, I, it's hard to tell who it's for. Yeah. Because, because I've heard some weird things. 50% of it is, like, very intense, like, somewhat gory, like, action. Oh. It's, like, um, this woman from, like, uh, 20th century England gets oh. teleported to, like, 18th century Scotland. Yes. And gets in with this, like, band of, like, I'm trying to remember, there's, like, a, I don't know, they're, like, rebels or something yeah. like that. And so she's a nurse. And so she, like, you know, is like, I don't know where I am, I don't know how I got here. And so they kind of, like, take her in. And so, but, you know, it's very, like, antiquated and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god, a woman. And she's, like, you know, a, yeah. a somewhat modern woman even <clears throat> for, you know, 19th century England or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she, so she, like, starts going with them, because she has nowhere to go. Right. And is, like, their, like, medic. Mm-hmm. For, like, when they get, like, brutally stabbed. So there's, like, an but interesting aspect of, like, and I don't know if it, the point was, oh, well, like, you know, women will watch it with their boyfriends, or what. Because it's almost like Game of Thrones, where it's, like, oh. very graphic, and then there's, like, very graphic sex, but it's less, like, Game of Thrones is, like, a certain type of sex. Like, yeah. it's the, it's very, like, aggressive, graphic yeah. sex that's typically catered more towards straight men. Yeah. Um, but this is less that. Like, they have a very tender relationship. She has to get, like, spoilers for the season one of Outlander, I guess. Or book one. Yeah. I don't know which came first. Probably the books. Um, but she gets, like, has, like, a marriage of convenience that's to right. one of the guys because she's gonna get, like... There's, like, this weird battle between England and Scotland, and she is English, obviously. Right. And so they're gonna try to, like, <clears throat> kick her out of the country or whatever. Right. And so she has, like, a marriage of convenience to this guy, which gives her, like, rights and to so stay with like, them. And so she's, Yeah. So yeah. she, like, marries this guy, but then they have this, like, classic antiquated Scottish tradition where uh, they have to fuck on their wedding of course. night to, like, consummate the marriage, and yes. everyone's downstairs, like, waiting for it to have happened. Yeah. And so... 
you know, they have sex, and he's never had sex before. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, was married, and so she's had sex before. Yeah. And so she, like, kind of teaches him how to have sex. Oh, okay. Which, that's a very, like, kind of female gaze that is. approach yeah. to their relationship. That's interesting. And it's a much, like, there's definitely, in it's much more catered to, like, kind of the female smut genre, like, style. Yeah. Which is very interesting, because I'm like, obviously, women like action movies, like, that's... Yeah, no, yeah. of course they do, yeah. But it's, like, <clears throat> the way that it's portrayed, it's like, who is this for? It seems like... That's really... I'm guessing that the whole point was, like, oh, the women will like the romance, and the men will like the action, and the people will watch it, like, with their husbands or whatever. Yeah. But hmm. it's a very interesting show. I watched some of it. Interesting. But I, like, could not... I did not give a shit about any of the Scottish, like layered drama that was most of what yeah. it was. It was, like, battling over, like, lands and stuff. And I was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about this. No. That's, um, like, yeah, that's... That, hmm. That's really interesting. Hmm. This is very interesting. Yeah, that's... Because that is... That is very bodice-rippery. It is very bodice-rippery. <clears throat> it's, like, a weird combination between, like, bodice-ripper and, like, intense, like, period action drama. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's very interesting. interesting. It's an interesting show. It also makes oh, me yeah. laugh because... When I worked at the writing center at DVU, our boss was, like, really into that show. And I did oh, not really? know what it was. And I was like, there is so much sex in this. And she was, like, <laughs> like a 65-year-old woman. That... Like a 65-year-old Baptist woman. I'm like, that is yeah. not who I would have expected to be watching that show. I mean, like, That's really and She was really into it. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't realize... I don't know why, but, like, I guess I didn't realize that the show had been around that long. It's been around a long time. I think it's over. Huh. I don't know why I'm just now, like, within the last, like, year or so, like, hearing about it. I don't know if people have gotten, like, I think, is that the show that has, like, spinoffs? Or is that the one about, no, I think that's the one about, like, ranchers. Oh, um. There's, like, a show about ranchers that's, like, yes. Yeah, it came out in 2014. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh. It has, let's see, seven seasons. You could tell how much I pay attention to, uh, like, just shows and Oh, guess what? I lie. It's not over. It's still on. Oh, it's still on. Okay. The seventh season has not come out yet. How is that mm. still on? I thought it was over. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, here's the... Here's how, do the... You go- how do you give seven seasons of, like, really intense... They get together by, like, episode six of season one. Like, it seems like there should be more build up to that. Yeah. But, yeah, so an English combat nurse from 1945 is mysteriously swept back into 1743 Scotland. That's the, like, plot summary on IMDb. Fascinating. So she's, like, and it's, it is, there is interesting aspects of it, because she's, like, you know, a very, like, fend for herself kind of woman. I mean, obviously, she's a combat nurse. She's a combat nurse, yeah. So she's very, like, yeah, like, a very, like, strong, independent woman, and they're, like, oh my god, what are you doing? You can't do that. You're a woman. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) So it's very interesting, but, yeah, that's, huh. That's also a very deep genre of fanfiction that I that have not delved into, very, but wow. they, there's a lot of fanfiction mm. for that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I think we're going to do two parts of this episode, because we yeah. wanted to introduce the concept, but then we're going to talk about like the kind of human psyche, literary yes. analysis aspect of it. Um, so that will be episode two. So excited. <laughs> the only thing we're doing it, it sounds very weird. <laughs> At some point in our college experience, Sarah and I developed this habit. We were both English majors in a very small, very underdeveloped English program. Yes. That's the school we went to. And so there was 
you know, like five professors. Yeah. I told somebody and that the other day. Just as many students. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. There was like you knew all the English majors, so we yeah. had many classes together. Yes. And we would do this thing in our classes. We would always sit by each other. And the professors all knew us because it was like, you know, all the same professors. <laughs> There's five people. And there was like one specific professor that just kind of let us get away with whatever we wanted <laughs> And when we would get excited about topics, we would like kind of rub our like, hands together. Like, or like, yeah, do our, little, like little evil fingers. Little, like <laughs> evil, like finger twiddle. I don't even know how to describe that. Yeah. It's like, it's like steepling your fingers, but like more manic than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, like, I'm excited and I have to like stim in just some really. way. Yeah, like, like he <laughs> just gonna rub my hands together really fast or something. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, anyway, yeah, come back next week for episode two, which is gonna be our deep human psyche, like, dive into fan fiction and why people like it. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. I also love how planned this is. This is very, like, we're like, we are going to talk about this. So we- <laughs> <laughs> by God, we're gonna talk about this, because if we don't say we will, we'll get distracted. <laughs> I have to keep us on track. I know how this is going to (laughs) go. Anyway, uh, thanks. And we're sorry. Yeah.